Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. And that's why you should always, at least when you go for a hug, just make sure you, you know what you're getting yourself into. It's really important. Um, unless you're into that kind of thing. Welcome, everyone, to Stories, the True and the Fictional. <laughs> My name is Christopher. I have with me AJ Bryden. Jamie, how are you? AJ Bryden. AJ Bryden. Sounds like right. I'm to change your name. Well, so you took my brother-in-law's first name mm-hmm. and put it next to my name. It's a little bit Correct. weird. Is it? Well, it's weird <laughs> enough that, that he that he has the same name as my father and married my sister. Now, that, now that's a whole other topic I want to definitely unpack. That's a topic we started <laughs> on last week. That, that's, that's a whole other podcast that we should definitely start. <laughs> <laughs> but, how, but how are we today, Jamie? I am fantastic. I am fantastic. And did that rash clear up? <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm leaning into it. So I'm going for a full body rash. So eventually it will be my whole body. So then it won't be a rash anymore. That, like that's that. actually smart. Because then you could be like, I'm the first purple human. Like, yeah. You know, maybe you could even create your own like nationality and, you know, create some history and culture. Yeah. Be, be a learned man. We also that. have Ryan Alfred Haig, who's now upset at the death of Batman and has broken Bruce Wayne's trust by then telling all of Gotham that it was in fact Bruce Wayne. Would you would you be that kind of Alfred, Ryan? No. But why did he do that? Uh, like, honestly, Bruce kept his secret for so long, death, Alfred's like, everyone, it was Bruce Wayne. <laughs> why? why? Maybe, maybe because he's dead and he wanted to. They did the same thing in Death of Spider-Man in the Ultimate Universe. Mm, Once mm. Peter Parker had passed away, they wanted to honour him and wanted people to know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man um, so that they were, he would get the respect that he deserved. So maybe it's something along that line, those lines. Kind of just pissed you into the man's legacy, though. It like, really just, is. It's <laughs> really like, you know. Yeah, but again, I still enjoy all those little stories where it's like, you know... Um, Elseworld, what ifs, those sorts of things that you don't mm-hmm. normally get to see, where you get to see, you know, obviously the, the greatest one being, in my mind, Injustice, born oh. from a video game, but still one of, one of the greatest. But yeah, Injustice from- is great. And it's it's currently doing the rounds on Netflix. So it's getting a whole new audience. Yeah, I know. And that's been oh. fantastic to watch people talk about Injustice again. Oh, it's good. Oh, you, oh, oh, you, you like it, eh? Hmm, interesting. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally getting its mainstream appeal. Much like step porn, but that's a separate <laughs> conversation that we'll jump into. But right now, Jamie had a request uh, earlier this week. He said he had written a rap song on the based on today's topic. Wow. Okay. Then, well, he, would, then he said, "I didn't know we, about." We would hum the tune, and then he would then put the words over the top. So, so Ryan, if you will, with me. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> what? Ready? Boy, Jay, ready? No, I'm not ready. Where's the word, Jamie? There is nothing and, and, greater. And my, finish, and my big finish is, do you know what happens to a frog when he gets struck by lightning? <laughs> Same thing as everything else. Look, you can't. You can't. Hey guys, it's been great. Um, I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's left the building. You cannot. You cannot throw, especially rap, at me because it's no there one wants nothing, to hear a white guy rap unless it's Eminem. There is then nothing fighting. greater than watching a white guy try to rap. It is. It is. It is basically. It's phenomenal. It's a. <laughs> it's. It's magical, and I just had to see it for myself. So. Well, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, that was not rap. I'm telling you, that was not rap. No, you're a hype man. That's even better. You were like the guy behind the rapper. Yeah. Know, hyping him up. Hype man, Jamie. Oh my God. You know, that would be your X-Men power. If you were an X-Men, you'd be called hype man. I'd, I'd not. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd say that. And your I'd power wouldn't be, you, you wouldn't be very good at fighting. You'd be like, the, 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 <laughs> you'd, be the, you'd be the civilian at every battle where the X-Men are fighting. And you'd be like going, oh my God, look at that. That's so yeah. amazing. Oh I'd, my God, look, what? I'd basically be Pete from Deadpool 2. No, he was he's still useful. He'd be even less Was he? Was he? <laughs> he was the only one that landed. <laughs> that makes him successful. So you'd be even less, like, again, you'd be that kind of, you'd be like the starry-eyed villager who'd be like, oh my God, look at that. that that's, you know, hype man. That'll cool. be your yeah, no. power. Outfit? He would definitely, similar to what Emma Frost wore um, at, for the, the Hellfire Club, that would be his outfit. Okay. Okay. Maybe the leather pants version, but definitely, definitely still the crop top. Oh, I couldn't do leather pants. They're white. Okay. Everyone can wear white leather pants. No, but I couldn't do leather pants. Why not? But they're they cook, white. They cook me alive. I've seen enough sitcoms about people unable to get them off. So Friends, one episode. Yeah, there's other <laughs> stuff. Okay. No, 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 no. You've, you've seen sitcoms. You put an S on the end of that. And you go back. <laughs> name another one. Uh, Joey. Name <laughs> another one that had <laughs> leather pants trying to get them on and off. No, I, I can't remember. I know I know one was definitely Friends. But... Yeah, it was Ross. Yeah, Ross yeah, could yeah, yeah, so had to like put a whole bunch of Vaso or a whole bunch of palm olive down yeah. his pants. <laughs> but that's the only one that I can remember. But that's only still sitcom, not sitcoms. Yes. Well, okay, you got me, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> In case you haven't figured out, we are talking about X sitcoms, no, X-Men. Well, on that note, Chris, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Sure. Pitch us an X-Men sitcom. Jamie, and we don't have seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we no, don't no, have no. the time for an X-Men. No, but it's got it's gotta be it's gotta be classic single shot. The um, you know, like uh before Seinfeld came along, you know, the old school like cheers. Oh, like cheers. Excellent. Obviously, I would say if, if it has to be like cheers, where it's basically a single basically a single set scene where basically yep. we can't really, you know, we're we're a low budget show, so we yep. have you know, a single set scene. I've already discussed it before. Being, you've given me the idea of cheers. We're basically going to do the Hellfire Club, but you know, less you know, <laughs> le less mutants and less you know, <laughs> less drugs and you know that. But essentially, we're just going to be, be, make a series about a normal, regular bartender. We'll call him 
James Brieden for the for creative purposes. James Brieden was a former NHL hockey player who blew out his knee in the Stanley Cup, but because he obviously bet against himself, which was obviously illegal, but he still did it. He had enough money to buy this small club called Hellfire. He, he didn't know really much about it. He didn't know what it was. It sounds familiar. It sounds awfully familiar. Of course. And then the, some woman approached him, you know, leather pants and all. And, you know, she then obviously forced him to sign over at his club. And he didn't even understand why he did it. But, but you know, it was in his head. It just he felt right to sign it over. But he stayed on as a bartender. The series will then be about in more, meeting the rich and powerful and the most important X-Men on their downtime before they're fighting. So we'll have Magneto sitting at one end of the bar drinking, you know, his beer, you know, and Wolverine at the other end. And, you know, they'll throw quips at each other like, uh, I'll get you next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm right here. I'm right. Hey, no fighting in the bar. No fighting in the bar. That's the rule. This would probably run for about, I'd say, probably two seasons before we do a spinoff about Magneto opening up his practice where he then becomes a psychiatrist obviously this is you know if, if, if we're going down the cheers route <laughs> yes magneto is my phrase played by played by kelsey Grammer. obviously i mean that goes with it that goes without saying and i think he'd be a terrible psychiatrist and it'd be really funny and the david hyde pierce character could be xavier and they could oh oh, oh yes and they, and they have two different ways of doing psychiatry you know <laughs> well you know we're you know a mutant comes in and goes, I got mad at my friend because he called me a mutant and I killed him. And, and, and Magneto would be like, yes, you should have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a great concept. There you go. But but I'd watch that. I'd watch that. And I would want the worst canned laughter. So, so not, 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 like, <laughs> not even ones where they film people watching it, laughing, then put that in. No, 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 no. no, what, no, so, no. so like in Family Guy when Stewie Griffin did can laugh for his own show and went ha 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 I'd go online and find those like you know those free like audio sounds and just basically find the worst can laughter ever I don't know some of them are pretty good we used to use them all the time yeah but I want, I'd find bad ones I'd find Exhibit like, just... A <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'd find bad ones now that we've derailed out this conversation <laughs> let's go back to the central theme that we're talking about today X-Men I'm going to start with Ryan. Ryan, what is your first memory of X-Men? And, your, I, and, your, and why, what, what made you, what drew you to X-Men? Honestly, my first memory of the X-Men uh, was uh, when I was in, I'm going to say primary school, late primary school, like year five or six. I used to go down to the local paper shop. This is when the paper shop still sold comic books. And I used to buy, there was, I started my X-Men run with a storyline, I think it was called the, the, the Shi'ar War, which was a, it's like kind of a galactic space war between the X-Men and a race called the Shi'ar, mm. uh, which we see a little bit of in the Forbidden Dark Phoenix movie. Yep, yep. Um, not really, because that, they did it poorly. Um, yeah, so I just, I remember that was a 12-issue series, and I, I look forward to going down to the the paper shop every i think it was every three weeks and picking it up and i would always reread the one that i had the ones that i had before when i got the new one and honestly yeah that came before the cartoon for me so i re remember i was a little kid and dad used to take me down to the paper shop and yeah i'd get my x-men x-men comics there was only two series at the time there was uncanny x-men and x-men itself um that were out at the moment i remember they were my earliest exposure to comic books 
that's a good memory. But then you mentioned the, the cartoon series. So obviously when the cartoon series came about, you're a huge fan, I'm assuming, right? Oh, 100%, yeah. As soon as, I, as soon as it started, I think it was on Cheese TV out our way back mm-hmm. in the day on Channel 10. Um, yeah, as soon as it started, oh, it's just I've, I've just become familiar with the X-Men through the comics, and I thought, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen something that I've read on the big screen. On the I big screen. Quotations because, I mean, it was the 90s. So, mm. you know what I mean? That was as big a screen as we were going to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so 100% loved it. Absolutely loved it. I still hold true to the X-Men 92 cartoon being the, in my eyes, the only good representation of the Dark Phoenix saga. Um, <laughs> that's not, not, no, no one's even questioning that. Like, <laughs> um, that's, that's, not, that's not even up for debate on, on any on anyone. I'm sure we'll get to the two way. Two um, Dark Phoenix. Oh, oh we'll get. Oh, we'll get there. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that, I absolutely loved it. I don't think it. I can't remember seeing a bad episode, so it was absolutely fantastic. Always did you watch the season where they um did the animation in another country and it was terrible. I I I, I think that was the last season. I think that was season yeah. five. Yeah. It just looked. They looked more odd. I will say. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I actually don't remember watching that one. But, I, but then, obviously, I like. I watch it like much later on. I was like, "What yeah. the hell?" <laughs> yeah. I think uh, that was around the time that they adapted Iron Man into the same kind of universe in TV. And when they did that, another company did the animation for Iron Man, and I think that's when it changed over for X Men as well. Iron Man had the suitcase Iron Man suit in the greatest opening theme song, saying, yeah. "I am Iron Man." Yeah. Ah. Yeah, uh, Iron Man. You know, <laughs> I still and even though this is not X Men related, I love the theme song for X Men, but I still stand by the uh, animated Fantastic Four theme song is oh, one of my favorites. That's when I yeah that I, I oh my goodness that, yeah. that theme song is the oh that theme song is is the bomb diggity and if <laughs> and I think James will have to play doesn't use that getting sued. Yeah, if the X Men so feel free to play it. If the MCU doesn't use that as their opening credits, they are the dumbest people in the universe. But, you know, whatever. That's all separate other conversation. Yeah. Jamie, what was your first memory of the X-Men? It, it's the cartoon. It really was a cartoon. I didn't get into the comics until, you know, well after the movies had started. I'm, I'm late to the comic game. But, yeah, no, nah, the, the, the cartoons were fantastic. And I loved it when they crossed over with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um. They're going, wait, you're not a mutant? Because, oh, you know, but like, you know, the interaction was fantastic. That was, yeah, that was, they did some great crossovers back then. There were some really cool guests, special yeah. guests or the, yeah. you know, that would sort of came in on that, on that cartoon series. So, so you're obviously of the, of, of the perfect 90s team of X-Men. You are, yeah. that's, that's your team that like you wouldn't yeah. change any members, swap them out. You, you're you're well, solo on that team. If I learnt more, um, like if I dived into the universe, I obviously would be like you guys. I would throw in other other ones, lesser known ones, and that. But you know, to this day, my favorite character is Nightcrawler. Now, was that because of the comics, or also the, the cartoon? Or was that because of the it, it would have been X Men Two? It would have been the cartoon and the games, some mm-hmm. of the early games. But I, yeah, I still maintain that that opening sequence. In the second X Men movie, with yeah, Nightcrawler, 
yeah. is one of the greatest mm. pieces of of X Men or even MCU. I'd argue MCU oh. um, representations. Just it was just so well done, and I was just like, so how I, I, think I, I think I gripped how? your, I think I gripped your leg very tightly in the cinema that when that happened, Chris. Oh my. I believe so. Uh, that wasn't my leg, but, you know. Um, so. Now, look, I, I, in saying that, Jamie, I've recently just watched the first three X-Men in 4K on my new Sony TV, and that scene in the in the second one, the whole him going through the White House and everything. Yeah. Oh, mm. So, so what TV you thought it couldn't get better, I'll show you better. Like, yeah. a, a 4K Sony TV. Ryan, tell me more about this amazing Sony product. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, it works perfectly with my Sony soundbar, my Sony PS PlayStation Five, mm. and um, you know, you are really experiencing has, play. That's excellent. Oh, yeah. oh, look, I'm a Sony household all through <laughs> and through, and you know, we we hail Sony, and if you want to get on board and sponsor us, you one can never have too many PS Fives. <laughs> now, Jamie, that opening scene. How do you what? Giving a scale between one and Captain America train scene in in <laughs> Infinity War, where where does it sit? Oh man, no. Well, okay, look. The train scene is just there's just the feel. It hits you in the feel. You get the feels. But yep. with the uh, uh, best way to describe it is with the um White House scene with Nightcrawler, it was just I was just awestruck. I was just like sitting back going. It's constant. It's constant. Like it's it's for that first ten minutes or however. There's all. It's like just you blink and you miss something. Yeah. You know, that it's just full on intense. Um. Yeah. Nonstop. Whereas the Captain America scene, like you know, it's coming. You can feel it. You yeah. see the shadow, and you just it, it's just all about yeah. the anticipation and the the goosebumps yeah. and everything. So it's a little bit yeah. different, you know. But... Yeah. A little bit different. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now. For me, obviously, whilst it was the cartoons, obviously, I think we, all, we can all agree on that. Uh, I was an uncanny X-Men fan back then. That was, that was my comic of choice. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if I go on this topic for too long, I could probably take up the full hour, but I won't. But obviously, Psylocke <laughs> and Archangel are my two favorite characters. Um, Pretty cool. We'll go into why a bit later, because when we talk about greatest, you know, arcs in the history of the universe, obviously it's Crimson Dawn, but I'll explain why. But we'll, we'll, we'll continue. We'll, we'll, we'll still, we still won't, won't go into that just yet. So, Jamie, we've talked about your favourite X-Men being Nightcrawler. Yep. Ryan, uh, favourite X-Men? Oh, that's a big call. Um, <laughs> it, it's tough because there are so many good ones. I guess that's why I... I, you know what? 100%. Top three. Let's go top three. Um, yeah, look, top three... Um, uh, Colossus, oh. Magic, and oh, um, wow! I've, yeah, talk about not being prepared. Um, there's just so many Colossus and um and Magic, definitely 100. percent Oh, 100. That's they, that goes without saying. Been, yeah up there since i started reading uncanny since chris i jumped on uncanny x-men with chris claremont uh because he did so many he did the dark phoenix saga he mm -hmm. did age of apocalypse um so many of the good good eras um oh man look i'm gonna go with cyclops i know it's a very it's a very generic but i mean he's a strong leader especially as 
not so much in the movies, but as the comics move on and we get to Avengers versus X Men, and oh, he's, like he's that, step, he steps up big time in that one massively. So I'm going to say Cyclops for that reason because as it, as things get very dark down that path and he has to do some things and sort of goes to the not so good side, he has to make some decisions as a leader that I would hate to make in my in my opinion. No, you know, without spoiling anything, but um, mm. yeah, so I'm going to say Cyclops, but definitely Colossus and Magic are big favorites of mine. Absolutely. And when we're talking about mutants and favorite ones, obviously, look, my 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 two, obviously, I've, I've said, but there's still there's still one more that still obviously holds like that, that's the greatest of all time, Magneto. How how mm. did we not talk about Magneto? And how he would destroy the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How Magneto would complete the reason that Magneto would basically make the MCU a five minute jaunt <laughs> of, of um, with every, because everyone's powers are somewhat linked to something um, magnetic or metal. And um, yeah, him versus MCU Thanos, that would be a, the quickest fight in the universe. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, okay, let's, let, let's, let's say they, they retire the mcu they're finally going okay like supernatural it's gone too long we must end it <laughs> how good would it be at an end credit scene and it's just like let's let's just stick to the mcu and the you know the doctor strange thing opens and then in comes magneto and he just smiles and then it's roll credits uh, <laughs> we i mean we all want to see x-men in the mcu we all want to see i i'd still say like Maybe they need to wait a few years so they can use Fazbender because I do think I do like Michael Fazbender as Magneto. So I do want to see a Fazbender Magneto. He's done quite well. I haven't seen I haven't seen the last movie, the Phoenix. Um, what was it called again? Look, he was he was one of the when I did watch it. It's the Dark Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that's the one. He was one of the, if not the only strong yeah. strong point of that movie. Oh well, yes, like two good scenes. Yeah, the helicopter and one was with him, and yeah. then one was it was just. It was just cool death. It was just yeah. night nightcrawler, uh, nightcrawler losing his crap and just going. I'm going to put you in front of a train. <laughs> like cool death. And, and, and honestly, Fastbender's Magneto made that movie watchable. I still can't bring myself to watch it, and I don't think don't I ever need will. To. You really don't um, need to. You don't need to. Not at all. But I'm. I like Jamie wanted to close off that X Men saga in my <laughs> mind. And um, yeah, look, he made that movie. He he made it. He made look. If it wasn't for him and a couple of scenes in that movie, I wouldn't have gotten through it. It's a tough watch, so they so they say. But we we all knew that going in. Yeah. But, and yet you guys continue to watch something ridiculous. No, well, no, well, well, for me it was more so. These guys have been doing it forever. It was the end. I felt like I kind of owed it to them. Yeah, there was a nice Hugh Jackman cameo. Um, mm. And, you know, like, I don't regret watching it, but I'll just never watch it again. It's just hard when the first class was so good. I really enjoyed first class and the television. It was. That was a fantastic and film. Days of Future Past, they could have stopped. They could have stopped that group at Days of Future Past. I felt like Apocalypse let me down massively. Yeah. Because Apocalypse was my favorite X-Men villain. On that, why didn't you like Ivan Ooze? I thought he, I thought you know, I thought that was a great cameo from Ivan Ooze inside of 
you know, linking the Power Rangers universe and X-Men universe together. I thought that was a fantastic concept. <laughs> so why didn't you like Ivan Ooze? I didn't like Apocalypse. <laughs> What's Oscar, from? and that's nothing to Oscar Isaacs. He's amazing. Oh no, fantastic actor! He did the but best you know. with what he was given. Mm, mm. But he, oh, he didn't feel like. Well, they should have, they should have CG'd him like Thanos. Well, put it this way: Apocalypse is the Thanos of the X Men universe. Yeah. His yes. name says it all. And in multiple times, he's taken over the world quite comfortably. And, yes. you know, Since the, we've had multiple storylines that have, have been canon called the Age of Apocalypse, where he's wiped out the X-Men and he now rules. And they constantly cheat by using time travel to undo yeah. it because they're, because X-Men cheat. That's, a, yeah. you know, we've established as, that. Cheaters. Yeah, as I'm not going to spend too much time on the bad movies. It, look, I watched that movie, but it wasn't... Yeah, but then... And then Dark Phoenix, as we said, we, was, was a pile of... So the one thing that annoyed me about X-Men Apocalypse, one, the the thing that, you know, they gave me hope. They were going, oh, look, like Archangel's wings. Ew. Hey, Psylocke is in the the same movie. Oh, they're not the same characters that that, that I grew up on. And and they even gave us hope with Psylocke's outfits and stuff. She pretty much straight out of the comic books. And that's what was even funnier about that whole thing was they got her costume straight out of the comic book and then he was giving all his like four horsemen special costumes and he looked at Psycho and went, nah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm and going, again, hey. that, that's not Olivia Munn's fault. That, no, no. I, th- fault. I actually think she was, I thought she was like, I, I think she did fine in, in, in the role Thank that was. You. you made this actor train with swords and get really good and then like went, Ah, it's okay. We'll see you all the medals. And see, that would have fit in perfectly with her backstory and who her brother is, and mm-hmm. with the whole sword fight in Captain Britain. And okay. Yep. Yep. But I'm no. Just, but... I'm just getting down off my soapbox. No, no, that's fine. Look, that movie was one of those things where, because of how decent, not even good, how decent Days of Future Past was, you had hope. Yep. Yeah. And then what did they do with that hope? They drowned it in mud and crushed it they did what magneto does to like a, a baseball field in days of future past he just pulls <laughs> it into a ball and crushes it with humanity's hope mm. absolutely now are we going to talk about the like okay because we're on movies well let's keep down this topic jamie what is your favorite x-men movie not logan <laughs> Not like that. Okay, we, can, oh, we, no. <laughs> we all know that what the the best X Men film is. Deadpool is a mutant. We'll, we'll kind of do. We're going to say when we say X Men movie, we'll yeah, like yeah. Let's carve out. Let's carve out Deadpool because that's cheating. Where it has, <laughs> oh man, I, I had this massive argument with this guy. A Facebook thread just went on and on and on, and I'm going like how I was just saying how Deadpool's in the X Men universe. As he's not X Men. It's not X Men. It's um, and I had to get, explain more and more. I'm like, no, he interacts with the X. He's not a team member, but he's in that universe. And then he's like, no, no, no. I'm just like, ugh. That must have been painful. It was because I was just it's like, painful just listening to. The- with every message, I'd get a bit a little longer and I'd be, I'd be going, no, I'm not saying he's an X Men. I'm saying he interacts with the X Men. He's in the X Men. Well, well, Jamie, if you want to get really technical, he is an X Men. Because he ran a, a, a strike force X Men called the uh, the Uncanny X Force. That's yeah. right. Wolverine, 
as his second in command. So technically, that guy can go fuck himself because <laughs> yeah. he was an X Men. Don't forget the Canadian special forces are ruthless. You know, whilst the American special forces are using all like you know soldiers with guns, Canada's going. Let's experiment on mutants. Let's let, let's not forget that you know Canada's hardcore yeah. program. He was part of the Uncanny X Force, which essentially were X Men that killed. Yes. Yes. But so yeah, answer... that was wrong in every. Oh yeah, no, like yeah. I knew, but like you know, uh, the, most of my Facebook friends <coughs> um, <laughs> are wrong about everything. Um... Stephen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to answer your question, okay. Look, my favorite scene in all of that. Oh, we're not talking. Is that the question, Jamie? Is that the question? No, no, be, uh, that was not the question. The question Days was of past. Days of Future Past. That's, that's my favorite. Ryan, oh, are we? Are you gonna elaborate on that before? Or like, no, I, I, like, I, I think he. You know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's give him the chance now. Back up your statement. It was good. No, um. <laughs> Look, no, I, I just love, I just love the the merging of two casts, bringing it together, and it felt like it was done right. Um, especially that scene where Xavier talks to his younger self, yeah, like that was just mm. incredible. And there was a lot of great moments moments in it, and you know, it was you know, my man Hugh Jackman led a strong cast, and um. I love the Sentinels. Very descriptive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A man, a poet, a, <laughs> a sonnet man, Jamie Bryden. <laughs> Ryan, favorite yes, movie. My... <laughs> Not uh, Dark Phoenix by far. No, no. Mm. Um, honestly, the one I enjoyed the most, uh, X Men First Class. Oh, yes. It was, it was great. It was. Um, yeah, I just loved everything about it. it. It was good getting the, you know, the original, the original, original first class, you know, with characters like Havoc, um, Darwin. Darwin was a really good character. I was a little bit disappointed with how they did it, but yeah. basically this is a guy that he will evolve to face any threat. You shoot, you go to shoot him with a gun, he'll grow bulletproof skin. You try and drown him, he'll grow gills. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the premise of that act of, of him as an X-Men was great, but also brought through, and I know it's quite a little bit controversial and it's about that much difference, my favourite Xavier and Magneto. And as I said, it's by about that much because I'm, that's like saying, you know, I love it. I love Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, but for me, the, for my favourite Xavier and Magneto are James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. I think... That's a strong argument, and I definitely like. I think Charles, Charles, like Patrick Stewart wins a lot of these things because he looks like him from the comics. Like yeah. literally, like they yeah. just found the like. So, and, and and he is fantastic, but he was different. He's always he wasn't that way in the comics. So like, so it's like a little bit like of a different take on it. So like because mm-hmm. of just Patrick Stewart being Patrick Stewart, which is fine, but. To me, as much as I love Ian McGowan, and I think he's, you know, I think he did a very, very good job. He didn't have the, well, one, the physique, but he didn't have the imposing nature that Magneto should have. Yeah. Um, but that's again, the actor was, how old was the actor when he did that movie? Like, it was like, what, 80? Well, I think he, he well, no, he would have been in like late 60s, early 70s. Because yeah. you got to remember, X Men came out in 2000. So that's true, yeah. 99, but yeah. But yeah. also, could, what I like. Rock the Fazbender muscles, basically. 
Well, First Class also did the most comic accurate version of how Xavier ended up in a wheelchair. Because, you know, essentially what happens is Magneto throws a spike through the back of his of Xavier's back, and that's how he gets paralyzed in the mm-hmm. turn where yeah. they split. And in, this was a bullet. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's the most accurate. It happened in, on a beach or it happened in the Savage Land in the comics. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, look, to me, that's my favorite. That's a good one. That's, again, and, the, and it's a very tough argument to say which is the better, you know, the better of the two, because they're, they're both fantastic. And as I said, it's that much different. Mm. It's that much different. It's like, it's like uh, McAvoy and Fastbender are 110 for me, and McLuhan, McLuhan and um, Patrick Stewart are at 100. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's not like there's a massive difference. No, no. That's, that's, as, that's as close as you're going to get to a decent sort of casting mm-hmm. about, you know, casting the original cast and obviously then going back and casting, say, origin characters. You're not going to get much better. Yeah. You're both wrong. The best one is obviously X-Men Wolverine's Origins. I mean, I, I think we can all agree that that is still the greatest of all the hey, X-Men films. I mean, that was a great film up until, you know, what, the last half hour or an hour? Or... Look, if yeah. we didn't have to suffer through that movie, we never would have got Deadpool. But but even more importantly than that, it showed how great Will.i.am was an, as an actor. He showed off his acting chops. So, yeah. But more importantly... That was the first movie that that Hugh Jackman really got a riff, wasn't it? I think it like because he was yeah. fairly like, he, like that that was this whole like I'm gonna hit the gym business and then you know yeah he spoke to the Rock he spoke he? to the Rock got imposing, but it was just very cool to see um, just you know a very destructive Wolverine that you know yeah. he, where he was basically he broke out just rampaged around yeah. and. and and whilst it was cheesy in so many ridiculous moments, it still just had some. It just, it still is just a, a hilarious thing to watch because yeah. one, as Ryan said, it gave us you know Deadpool, which wasn't really Deadpool, but you know. Yeah. You but know, if we didn't yeah. get that, and Ryan Reynolds would never have fallen in love with that character, and we never Correct. would have that little film that got us the movie. So. But they also, you know, they also they also did a fairly decent William Strike, like a decent yes. striker too. I, I thought that was good, and. Their version of Sabretooth, whilst yeah. not traditional Sabretooth, I saw I thought it was a very well done Sabretooth. And the opening scene of him of, of him fighting in all the wars, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, oh, that yeah. A, like come on. It, it, it had its moments. Like, yeah. um Yeah. I, I, I did like say the Sabretooth character. Leave Schreiber, Schreiber was Lee Schreiber, yeah. Even yeah. and uh, even even though and only we only got a little bit of a taste, uh Gambit was still pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough character to do. Is, and I thought he did I thought ta- yeah. that Taylor Something like yeah. that. Kinney, Kinney, Kinney or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a very decent performance from him. Um, very tough to do Gambit because he, you know. Yeah. But look, it was it was very comic accurate too, in terms of Silver Fox, in terms of the complete Weapon X team. You know, like yeah, with, yeah. with um with Blob before he became essentially became Blob. Became Blob, yeah. yeah. Was in the original, he was part of the Weapon X program. Uh, John Wraith, which is played by the dude from the Black Eyed Peas, um, the teleporting one. Yeah. Yep. He was really good. Uh, but yeah, Danny Houston as William Stryker, he was top-notch. Top-notch striker. And look, I, I, I agree. You know what? This was one of the, the one, and this is going off a little bit, one of the best adaptations of the X-Men to a video game 
I don't know if you guys ever got to play Wolverine. Yeah. That was fantastic. Story-wise, I finished played and finished that about a billion times. I've never played it, but I hear it was I hear it was just violent. It's amazing. Vicious. Yeah, it was. My, that's my favorite X Men game to the, this day. Yeah. Um, because one, Hugh Jackman did the he was the he did all the voice acting. Oh. As well, um, and it just expanded on that story. It took elements of the comics that we didn't see, and put it into this story. And I thought it was really good. So um, I think it was on PS3 from memory. Um, wow, that, that's going back a bit. It's, it's a while ago. <laughs> yeah. But um, even, even I can't remember the guy who plays him, but I'm, I'm trying to look it up now. Um, the guy that played, he's that famous famous Asian actor that played, uh, he played X-13 or whatever his name was, The you know, the assassin. The guy yeah, apparently he's him. super famous. Yeah, he was. And he was really good in that too. Um, Daniel Henney, there you go, Daniel Henney. Oh, yes, um, he yeah, he was awesome as well. Like, the casting was good, the premise of the movie was good, but yeah, as Jamie said, leading up to the last half an hour, <laughs> half an hour, 25 minutes, I think when he got back to um, the Weapon X facility and started, you know, freeing everyone, and obviously, around the time we had the Patrick Stewart cameo where he was walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is where it fell short, but still, yeah. I still think it's. I I could still rewatch it today if we said, "Hey, we're going to watch it." I would be okay with that. Challenge you, accepted. And- no, I would be. I would. There are certain movies that I wouldn't. Um, was it the bullet thing at the end that sort of was it the, the bullet? Was it the bullet thing? You know, the whole like. Yeah. Look. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, look, but and even I mean, Ryan Reynolds makes fun of that at the end of X Men Two. I mean, in the Deadpool Two, where he yeah. goes back and kills <laughs> yeah. the character of Deadpool and just waves to Wolverine and just walks away. Yeah. You know, what I mean, but no, look, it was the whole hey, an adamantium bullet's not going to kill you. It's not going to an adamantium bullet. To me, they're the same force, so it wouldn't do anything. That you know is a I mean? that is a common there 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 are many things wrong with the yeah. Fox first. And, and the whole thing how it wiped his memories. I mean, I was thinking sitting through that movie, thinking, how are they going to do it? How are they going to yeah. make it like because all this other stuff has happened in the movies that have come out 10 years before and five years before? How are they going to do it? And yeah. you know, there's essentially it's a it's a good movie, yeah. but that yeah. has its flaws. Yeah, but at the same time, I think Wolverine's always been a character that you don't need to know his origin. Like, you want mystery behind the character. The origin in that movie was great. There was the first time they ever used the bone claws. Yeah. And I thought that because um, I had, I've had, when this movie came out, I had this conversation with so many people. They're like, but Wolverine's not a mutant. He's not a mutant. He just has adamantium. And I, you have to explain to him, no, his mutant ability is the healing factor. That would. And the claws. They just, Weapon X program just enhanced that by making yeah. the metal of the claws indestructible and his whole body yeah. skeleton indestructible. Yeah. Because if you did that to a normal person, yeah, they, they would, would die. die. And that's what they explain <laughs> in the movie. They say that he's the only one because of the healing fact that his body is constantly yeah. regenerating as they're applying this deadly, yeah. mostly unknown metal to his skeleton. It would kill you. Yeah. Even after so, the fact in the comics... Because like the but, amount of and, and this is like Jamie with his argument with that guy about Deadpool, the amount of arguments I had with people, they're like, he's not a mutant, he's just got metal claws. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know. And is it and you know, 
can take damage like a champ. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, like it's the metal that doesn't make you know. Okay, what? How can he take a freaking atomic bomb and survive? Hey, and that's real good metal. Yeah, it's that the metal is that real does. good metal. How can he? How can he be eaten by the Hulk? Or <laughs> <laughs> ripped in half by the Hulk? Even yeah. In that comic, he got ripped in half by the Hulk. The Hulk threw one half of his body a hundred miles one way. And the other half of his body, 100 miles the other way, and he still managed to get back together and put himself together. Well, the few times where Magnus ripped the antimony yeah. of his bones. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, like this is not this is not us getting back at trolls podcast. <laughs> but uh, it sounds was, like it sounds like you guys have some weird friends about X Men for some reason. Well, you got to remember when these all came out, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. Remember. I do remember. I, I, I do miss those times. But, but then you know. it's also a lot of people that go to the movies and don't know anything about the comic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, it was people that you know. I would go to. I would go with my bandmate Tim to see those movies before I met you guys, and he knows nothing about comics. And he would have literally. He he would have a billion questions after the movie, which I'd happily answer. Well, that's good. Uh, that that after the movie. You know, yeah, that's good. Yeah. But look, even in, and while we're still on the movies, I even enjoyed the sequel to that, The Wolverine, where they shot, I think they shot in Parramatta out here some. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, I still think that was a solid yeah. Japanese story. Well, they got, they got progressively better as the yeah. movies went along. I mean, I really got... enjoyed The Silver Samurai in this movie. I thought it was quite well done. Um, but that led us to, obviously, they gave us the greatest setup in movie history, a one-line, yeah. one-line statement. Mm-hmm. And Chris is frozen at the perfect time. He's about to give us that one line statement and he froze. <laughs> because the yeah, computer went weird for a second there. But the one line statement of, of how he dies, mm. holding his heart in his hand. And you, you think, oh, so he's going to die horribly vicious. And, and then obviously, let's talk about it. The greatest film of all time. The Citizen Kane of our generation. The, the first the first Marvel movie to make grown men cry. <laughs> Actually, well, no. When did, when did Infinity War come out? Cry from the heart, not cry from it being so bad. <laughs> Crying because we, we no. felt... No, look. I don't think... I don't think when, when we watched it in the cinema, I don't think we cried. I, I just remember I've never seen a, or heard a cinema so silent mm. when yeah. the credits roll. <laughs> Like yeah. normally I am used to, no matter where you are, there is an old person murmur at the end of a film. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, all right. Yeah. you know, like people are going, oh, yeah, did you like that? Oh, yeah. This was just yeah. silence. Because that, 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 that last 15 minutes, I mean, the whole movie was fantastic, but the last 15 minutes just, I remember going to see it like after having the worst freaking week at work and Steph took me to see it. And I was just like, yeah, exactly. Walking out, I'm just like, huh. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to to think or say yeah, what, do you f- what do you feel after watching that movie i mean like, it's just correct me if i'm wrong chris the mm-hmm. only other time you and i have been that silent ever was when we watched the final of supernatural season five correct and it was just dead silence. silence and then we after... stopped and watched the whole episode <laughs> again yes <laughs> and that... then we talked about it <laughs> yes it was it was it was that kind of feeling and and i, and I make this joke many times but can you imagine the erections on the executive sitting around discussing the script and they say, what if we take the cross and we make oh. it into an X? Oh. They would have been rock hard when they said that. It would have oh. been the most 
they might have they might have all started jerking off into a bowl of excitement. Like, oh, that, seriously, I, 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 that'd be the one question. If I ever ran into Hugh Jackman, that would be the question I asked him. Like, who pitched that idea? Yeah, because it, 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 it was just, done at a like, table. It, because part of me thinks it may have been like a last minute. We're on location, and someone goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa hang on!" <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? Like, actors add stuff to the to the the filming and their characters, and then how good would it be if it was if it was improvised by um by ex? I don't know if I could handle that. <laughs> like, like- I mean, the the only thing more heartbreaking than that, and this this may just be for me, was the decline of Professor X throughout mm, the movie. Yep, yep, and leading up to his eventual death. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, what do you do when the most powerful psychic in the world gets dementia or Alzheimer's? Yeah, that's a dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, mean. I thought I thought they did it very very well in terms yeah. of you know. Um, and I pref- I prefer that because I've I've read the Old Man Logan comics and yeah, while that would work in a X Men MCU kind of yeah, well universe, obviously with the Hulk sons and everything it would yeah yeah. yeah but it more more so that it was. Mysterio confused yep. Wolverine's mind and yep. Wolverine k- killed all the X-Men. Yep, correct. Correct. Um, which is still a great arc, but like I said, it does not work in that. So Yeah, they... exactly. Even even in the MCU at that time, because Spider-Man was still the rights of Sony and yeah. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think they did it as best they could. And yeah, they... we got a hell of a movie out of it. Oh yeah. The, uh, the, there's a few things I like in the movie that's just funny where the X-Men comics where it's alluded that Cyclops wrote them because um, <laughs> <laughs> he said like, like this is some pomp- like, some pompous yeah. asses like, <laughs> yeah. but the, the thing that I really liked about that as well is it, it's it, 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 I, don't, I don't know if this is true or not but I've heard this theory before that he wrote the comics. He put coordinates in there in case mutants ever needed to go somewhere. That that was him basically, you know, being the leader that we all know him to be. Yeah. But it was also funny because it was it was only the other scenes. You know, let's when the scene where he's walking through the walking through the uh, casino and executing those dudes. Like yeah. <laughs> that's just fantastic. Like that is oh. Well, I mean, you've got, to, you've got to picture this is a this is a Wolverine who, yeah, like has seen all of his friends killed or you know gone, yeah. and and that's why I think we got the level of violence from not only Wolverine but from X Men uh, from X twenty three. X twenty is one of my favorite characters of X of of the new X Men, like yeah. of, of of the newer X Men. She's one of my favorite characters, and she's the one character when when she when she donned the. The, the blue and, and yellow yeah. i was like yes you should abs like yes you should absolutely yeah. that, that, that makes complete sense and i was going you absolutely should wear that your father's costume that's of course carry the mantle because she was done right she was done was so yeah. well done her character and even in the in it, it, and even this even in this even in that movie even though you know I sometimes I, I I don't think Fox could get out of the bed without you know breaking something. <laughs> it's like they they still managed to nail mm-hmm. nail a beautiful. Let me not the same relationship in the comics because obviously in the comics she was a bit older when they Correct, when they yeah. when they found each other. But of the right of that age, it was still that perfect relationship. And then basically, you know, I I would imagine that the the director basically played Last of Us and went, let's do that. Let's just let's make that the let's do that, which and, I have no issues with. 
and that scene, you know, when they first sort of get connected together, where you know uh, the the uh, Richard E. Grant's character, the the military guy, sends all his guys into the warehouse where she is, and Wolverine and Patrick Stewart and Cal- uh, Stephen Merchant's Caliban are all there. Okay, we need help, and you just see a head roll out. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. She just comes out, and she's just like, okay, she's like the typical. The, she was Wolverine without being Wolverine. You exactly. know, I mean? like that energy was just like, who's next? And to think that this masterpiece of a film came came from the same person that gave us the 2001 classic Kate and Leopold, the romantic comedy with Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. That is an underrated <laughs> film, Jamie, and you damn well know that, and you da- and you damn well know. But that is an underrated film. Did you know that um, Liv Schreiber, Schreiber is in it as well? Liv Schreiber? Liv Schreiber, you know. Oh, in, what, in Kate, Kate Leopold? Leopold. <laughs> I thought he was like in Logan. I'm like, I'm going to need to rewatch this. No, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be I was in the background going, hello. <laughs> yeah, no, that, look, I agree. I think we're all in agreements uh, of how much, how amazing that movie was. And yeah. that pretty, basically, that to me just seemed like Fox being the biggest dicks in the universe, though. They released this film and then said, turn, <laughs> turn to Kevin Fine and go, There, top batch, a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 and kick the ball in his court, like, catch. <laughs> it, it was being the, the longest, slowest, painful build. They go, Trust me, trust me, it's going to be worth it. They, they had the Wolf, the Logan script there for like, you know, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> just trust me, just trust me. <laughs> And I think it, I think it was, it was, it was one of the longer movies too. Uh, to oh no, it's only two hours and seventeen minutes. So no, no. for some reason, when we're younger and we watch these, they feel so much longer. But yeah. I mean, um, I watched it fairly recently, so it didn't feel like two hours. It felt like it feels like it feels like it felt like it feels like a cut of like a three hour one. I'd, I'd still be involved. I'd still be interested in like a three hour, yeah, uh, a cut. But you know, I don't think there's any other cuts. I'm not, I haven't really looked into it. No, and they, they teased us about making an X-23 film, but I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. See, yeah, look, let, I, no, X-23. Okay, yeah. Let's pause there and have these, using that thought to... I do want to get onto the fact that Wolverine had, has 15 children, but, but that's not, you know, that's not... <laughs> like, he got around, but that's fine. Yeah. Let's talk about then the future of X-Men. Now that obviously, you know, yeah. Disney's paid... 96 billion dollars to get the x-men rights back that seems a bit of excessive but whatever all good yeah you know they wanted x-men we've seen one little glimmer of it glimmer of it now where do you think they should go with the first team here's the thing where do you go with the first team i'm i'm happy i'm happy for the first movie to be this is what this is how it started on the on the MCU, what make it one of the multiverse universes, okay? Mm. Take me back, show me, and then the second movie be the incursion in. That's, I mean, I'm happy. Am with I insane that. that that's how they're going to do it? That they're going to basically get the two worlds smashing together. One of the worlds has X Men, so then when they combine, yeah. then. Doctor Strange is going to save both worlds and. Well, to be honest with you, that there is a storyline in the in the Avengers universe from about five years ago, where the multiverse has started having incursions. Like there's there's thousands of them. Two of them would. Yep. Yep. It's like survival of the fittest. They could use that. 
they could use it, you know, and Doctor Strange merges the world safely together using his, you know... They can get the rid help. of the humans With, and take yeah. the X-Men. That's all right. Using <laughs> the help of his wife, you know, very oh, yeah, funny, yeah. funny thing in Doctor Strange, like, going, oh, no, the love of my life. Anyway, oh, hello, wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yes, 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 I'm so sad. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Why that Loki? Yeah, the Loki. Yeah, yeah. well, yes, yes, anyway. <laughs> but so first, but Ryan, I need you to name me the first team. Uh, then I'll, I need you to name me the Brotherhood too. Well, you can't have X yeah, okay, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it quite simple. Uh, first, the the first X Men team is obviously going to be Professor X. Obviously, it's going to be no. And look, I'm controversial. No Wolverine. No Wolverine. Oh, no, no. I like that. That's oh, a, I, I I think that's the right play. We had 17 years of Wolverine. Yeah. So. First team. He doesn't have to always be in the first team. Come on, guys. So give me, team. give me Colossus. Mm. Give me Angel. Mm. Give me Cyclops. Mm. Give me not Jean Grey. Give me Marvel Girl, the Ooh. original Jean Grey, like when she's just gotten her powers. With I, I even want that tacky little yellow, interesting yellow thing. She had the Goblin Queen kind yep, of yep, thing. Yep. Um, Nightcrawler. Um, I would say Beast. You have to have Beast. You have, I, I would not do Storm. Storm can wait. I, I, I need Beast is one of my favorites, so I need Beast on the Ooh, team. Beast. And look, if we still had a spot open, I'd probably give it to um, Kitty Pride. Oh, that's a good because team. Because she ends up being the leader of the X-Men down the track. So she, I think if they can do her right and don't cast who they cast before and flesh mm-hmm. the story out a bit more, I think that would be fine. All right. That's Jamie, what, what is your first team in the MCU? Uh, well, I'm going to try and not be biased. Look, I'm the same. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do Wolverine. I may lean Why towards. Why do you hate Wolverine? No, no, it's just, it's just like I think we need a little bit more. There was of a cartoon oh, called Wolverine and the X Men for a reason, Jamie. There was a cartoon called Wolverine and the X Men for yes. a reason. <laughs> <laughs> if we had to have a claw member, I would do um, X twenty three. If we had to for the first team. On, well, if, if this is if this is you know worlds colliding. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, so oh, so Jamie's doing world science here. So he's saying the first team on screen will be like an older. A few generations in X Men. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah, like that. That's what I do. But um, yeah, I, I, no. see, I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying not to pick favorites. Like I, I want Nightcrawler there. <laughs> but see, that's he. But he has always been a pivotal member. He's been there from day one. Like yeah, in yeah. comic wise, you can pick favorites. There's nothing wrong yeah. with favorites. I picked my favorite as my first member. Well, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I think, I think, just a, a Pete appease the you know the fans we need we need xavier there you have to yeah no, that's that's a given that's not no, yeah. no one's even questioning no xavier that's just that's um just okay how many how many team members four team members? Uh, i said five well team of five is good okay well i've always been fond of rogue done properly um, <laughs> um rogue gambit okay. nightcrawler i think you've got to have beast yeah just because you know, you need. You need I want. I want brain. Kelsey Grammer Beast because I think he was the best incarnation. I love yeah. Nicholas Holt; he was great. But Kelsey Grammer was the Beast from the cartoons. <laughs> yeah, and look, I'm, I think I'm. I'm I, I think it's maybe it's because I, I, you know, I love the cartoons so much. I, I I've Jubilee, yeah. maybe. She never really got her spotlight in, no. the, in the movie. She was there. Yeah, she was in it for a small part. That's, yeah. an obs- that's an obscure choice. I like it. I like obscure choices. Now, Jamie, would you which jubilee would you go? Because there's two incarnations. There's mm-hmm. 
Jubilee that we know and love from the cartoons. Yeah. There's also Jubilee the vampire who was turned by Dracula very early in her career. Let's go with that one. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. So vampire, vampire queen Jubilee. Vampire Queen Jubilee. That one. I mean, Jamie's one with a weird roster, but okay, that's fine. I just, I just, I just named characters I knew. <laughs> oh, Jamie. Oh dear. I, I don't know X Men as well as you guys. Oh my goodness! What a what a. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Would it be better if I said Psylocke, Archangel? <laughs> yes. Uh, now we're talking. Pops. Now we're no, no pandering to the host. <laughs> Oh no! Look, in my team, obviously, it's Xavier. Yeah, because there it's, is no mutant. There is no yeah. with that. Exactly. I, I I like Ryan's idea about showing an, an origins movie. So I'm also going to go Magneto, obviously, yeah. as the yeah. dual heads of the team. Yep. Yeah. I will then yeah. obviously go with one of my one of my other favorites, obviously Colossus. We have to have Colossus because yes. you know because it, it, it has to be a Russian. Colossus. Has to be a Russian. The Deadpool Colossus. No, 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 a younger. Like I love that Colossus, but that's the best Colossus, but a younger, a younger version. Um, where he like so even sort of back into his old, even younger, even the real young version of him, where he basically, you know, holding the metal form the entire time was still something that he would you know struggle like a struggle for him to do, and basically he tried to use other metals as well, just basically trying to like really get the master of the powers. I'd like to see some like some the very young (laughs) early Colossus. I'd I'd want to have introduced magic into that story in that world because you have to you can't have one without the other. Well, that's see, I was thinking that Chris, but I thought I'm going to save her for the second movie because I I maybe she's not a mute, maybe she's not in the yeah. team, but she's there and you and like visible and like you know yeah. yeah. So you have that to have her there. Character's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A, you have it's, you'd have to have Angel because you can't go oh, Angel straight away. So you're going to go with Angel, but exactly. you can't have Psylocke because she has to be based. She has, she has to try to steal from him. Because that is that is how they meet. That yeah. the theft is important because that's how that's that's their meet cute story. I tried to steal from you. <laughs> like that's that's how that happens. I would then go weird and go Sunfire. I thought that you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, I think you know a great great set of powers, mm-hmm. and you have to go Beast, but maybe Iceman. Oh look, Iceman and Beast were they were they were my like I I, I have a soft spot for Beast and um. But Iceman as well. But to me, I feel like I'm going to introduce Iceman, Magic, and some of the some of the young ones in the second or third movie. Because to me, this is the core team. These are the guys that have been in in my movie that the X Men have been together, but in secret for about right. five or six years. So the world, it's kind of like the, the Ninja Turtles, as we were talking last week. They they the world knows that there's something out there. But they're not the in-your-face mutants that you see, you know. Mutating, but, mutating. Yeah, exactly. About you. you don't have the um, the mutant. There's no Bolivar Trask yet. There's no Sentinels yet. They're they're still kind of operating in secret as much as possible. Hmm. I, I do like and that. Then, now yeah. we have. I want to bring Cyclops in towards the end, mm-hmm. but I want to use Cyclops. I'd use Cyclops as the basically almost like the the breaking point between Magneto and Xavier on the direction of the X-Men. Yeah. Where the X-Men team will be older, but then obviously, you know, Scott Summers is a teenager, so some, some teenagers trying to seek refuge in the X-Men Academy. Mm-hmm. And Xavier will be like, 
These are the future, Charles. We need to teach them how to fight and protect the, protect our kind, Charles. And he's like, no, this will be a school for learning and, and they can develop their abilities. We need to have them develop their abilities to protect our kind, Charles. That I want that to be the breaking point between the two of them. Just, just the philosophy side to shift away from each other because that's important. And obviously, Cyclops's eye beams will be concussive, not fucking lasers. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 I promised myself I wouldn't do, I wouldn't go here, but here we are. Here's a question: concussive energy, not <laughs> cutting into matter. Hmm? Uh, you, this, 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 this just came to me now, but like, do you think Hugh Jackman would have made a good Cyclops? Done I think properly. done properly. Done properly. I think he would be a fantastic Cyclops. I think like, like, like he's like he he's would he definitely present. has that charisma for a leader. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think and I do want Cyclops to be the leader again because he's the fucking leader of the X-Men. So yeah. like he's, he's the Captain America of the yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the whole point in X-Men versus Avengers. It's Captain America versus Cyclops. <laughs> like yes. it's literally yeah. like oh, could you imagine that? Mm. It's a great arc, and if if you want to read it, seriously, that was one of my favorite. Uh, my favorite. I mean, look, just to give you a brief picture, of this the Phoenix Force comes to Earth and goes into five mutants: Namor, um, Colossus, um, Cyclops, uh, and the other two. I'm I'm not remembering at the top of my head. I think Jean Grey was one of them. Yep. But the most powerful force in the in the universe in the galaxy goes into the mutants. Mm-hmm. Is that going to give you a complex? <laughs> Namor, who's the the first mutant and the most arrogant guy in the entire MCU, has now god powers. Yeah, you can imagine what's going to happen, and that's the premise of Avengers vs X. They go off the rails a little bit. You yeah. Know. Then you then you know there, there's the whole thing where you know. Captain America and the Avengers and she'll go, we're going to come take them in. And Cyclops is going, no, this is X-Men business. You keep your little filthy hands away from us mutants. We'll handle it internally. Mm -hmm. And then that goes, well, then we'll fight you with our Avengers. And then Cyclops will be like, what, with the six members on your team being mutants, you're going to come fight us? And those six members will be like, no, you're right. Fuck you guys. And it's really, I mean, that's what we want to see. We want, like, we want it. We've been robbed of X Men versus Avengers in, in the mm-hmm. cinema. Like, I think that's, yes. I think that's a huge. Because right now, if they did the current Avengers rosters versus X Men, everyone would be going, "Yeah, X Men," and kick their asses, like trash. Like, but if it, if it was, if it was like Robert Downey and Evans, and you know, that's a different. Oh. That's a different. Like, who do you want to win in that one? It's a, t- it's yeah. a much tougher conversation right now. I don't going, care who wins. The fans win. The fans win. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I mean, yeah, look, I'm not expecting that anytime soon, if ever. But let's get the X-Men right mm. before we move on. You know what and, I mean? And, and then it'd be some just just some, you know, showdown in the back alley somewhere, like an airport or something. <laughs> not like an airport. <laughs> like a civil disagreement. Not a civil disagreement. Like, let's have a punch on for about 10 minutes, guys. Yeah. Well, let's face it, that, that, that particular fight, I know we're talking X-Men, that particular fight served one purpose, to introduce Spider-Man into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what that fight yeah. encapsulated to me. And it was a great way to do it. And, and, and to show Ant-Man could go backwards. Giant Man, yeah. Uh, I mean, the phrase under so will be constantly in my mind for the rest yeah. of my life, which I never even knew what it was. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. But seriously, let's do the X-Men right. Um, there's so many villains out there, seriously. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do the, the usual. Magneto is a given, of course, of course. But you don't have to go back to Dark Phoenix. You don't have to go to the Phoenix. You don't have to go to Apocalypse. You don't have to go to any of them. But X-Men doesn't really have villains. We have we have one side who's basically trying to do what's right by you know yeah. by their kind. And then you have Charles Xavier and his stupid ideas about the, you know, <laughs> like going like so again, you ha- there's no bad guys really, but I mean obviously, you know. Magneto is right, Charles is wrong. But again, there's no real bad guys per se. Look, what I would what I would give my right arm for, and they've hinted at it so many times, even in in New Mutants, which I enjoyed, and, and in several of the X-Men movies, I just want to see a Mr. Sinister. Oh the X-Men universe. I mean, you talk about someone mm. whose power is to manipulate the genes of mutants with a thought. Yeah, uh, and and to sometimes take on their abilities if he so chooses so. <laughs> if it tickles his fancy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and yes, he was Apocalypse's right hand man, but we don't need to see Apocalypse. Like, just there's so many villains in there. I really hope they do what they did with with um Tom Holland Spider Man and go for some villains that haven't been used before. But that's what like it, it was it was a cartoon series, but I thought that they did a really awesome job, Mister Sinister, particularly with Archangel because mm-hmm. my favorite character. Where like Archangel's dad had his wings cut off because yep. he's a dick, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then he went. My, my son ain't no mutant, man. Exactly. My, my son ain't no mutant boy. And, and then he goes to Mrs. Sinister, and he's like, "Will my wings be the same?" And Mrs. Like going, "They will be beautiful." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, going, "Yes." But, and then he turns him into Archangel. I was like, "Yeah, that's beautiful. That's perfectly done." Yeah, what a great so, series that was. I really hope they do that because in the Tom Holland universe, aside from No Way Home, which was, I still don't classify that as his Green Goblin. We haven't seen Norman Osborn in that universe. We haven't seen, you know, just give us some new stuff. Do yeah. give it the give it the Tom Holland Spider Man treatment. Yep, and just Mr. Sinister. It's always yeah. again, the, the, Mr. again. Sinister is fantastic. I've hinted at him a few times, obviously with Essex. Yeah, you know, with, with Essex, Essex Corporation, Corporation. His name is Nathaniel Essex, but yeah, but and and there was a big like the whole premise of the New Mutants, um, the facility that they're in is run by the Essex Corporation, and they're conducting experiments on mutants and tweaking their abilities to the to to be able to sell it off to the government. And they've they've got the they've got the new mutants. They're they're in the facility under the premises. This is your training. You will move on to the X Men once you graduate from here. Right. And that they and look, I still stand by it. It's a great film, hmm. a really good film. Would you start off the MCU with a very with much with sort of like a House of M concept where you know X where, where where you know everyone finally agrees that you know Magneto was right and they all piss off and live on their own island? I'd be happy to do that. I mean, I thought they were going to do it in Doctor Strange and do the reverse of House of M with Wanda and going, you know, her famous thing in there in House of M was no more mutants. That was the three words she uttered. And then there was only 99 mutants left in the entire world, like a billion out of a billion mutants, 99 Mm. still have power. It's funny because, you know, you know, the whole, the whole spell, you know, let's make everyone forget our Spider-Man, Ben Parker Spider-Man. Yep. Would it theoretically be possible that something happened with all the X-Men and then someone cast a spell that made everyone forget that there was mutants? Possibly, yeah. Look, there's a possibility. I, I thought they were gonna I I thought they were gonna do it via the, the blip. Yes. Where basically then obviously the blip 
people got blipped up, blipped back, and their yeah. body's reaction to that was basically to defend itself against being blipped again was to develop mutant powers. I thought that's, I thought that's how they were going to do it. Have an extra extra chromosome. Yeah, basically, like that. to protect themselves from ever being blipped out again. Their bodies, so people develop powers to protect themselves, and that's how they mutate. That's how they start mutating. I thought that would be a cool idea of how they do it, but they didn't. They didn't. So they're going to go multiverse, which is easier. I, I get it. It's but... clear that it's going to be multiverse related. Yeah. Because I mean, they wouldn't be putting so much emphasis on the multiverse in No Way Home and Doctor Strange. They wouldn't be putting so much emphasis on it if that wasn't yeah. the way that they were going to come. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay let's, with that. I'm okay. Let's with not that. For, let's not forget. I know it's an X Men. We're talking X Men, but, but you know, it's also Marvel. Let's not forget that Wanda just killed Reed Richards. Yep. Yeah. And she left Franklin Richards alive. Oh, bad. bad. I, saw, I saw an article today. I saw an article today on on Facebook where it said that Wanda of. Eight three whatever it was mm. now has to deal with the Fantastic Three because she's killed she's killed Reed Richards she's now got to deal with the remainder of that family the Inhumans because she's killed their leader Black Bolt mm. and this is not evil Wanda this is <laughs> evil Wanda oh, I, I would still I'd be more worried about like Franklin Richards and his powers yeah, like well, I'd be worried about that dude ripping him to pieces exactly just like yeah. the guy who could basically the guy who turned himself into a mutant because he was like going, I want to be a mutant and right. basically gave himself mutant powers. The, and then the there's a famous, can... famous storyline back in the 90s where he, it was called, he, he was, there was, there was a big, with a, a, a character from the X Men universe called Onslaught. Mm -hmm. And this is basically, Char, it was a personality from Charles Xavier that was given life. He was a complete opposite of Charles Xavier, but had 10 times his power. So Frank, they called in the Fantastic Four. Everyone was fighting them. They were all about to die. Franklin Richards there, by the way, it was only 12 at the time, just yeah. went, created a pocket universe, took all the heroes away like that, and everyone forgot about the heroes. No one knew who Captain America was, who Spider-Man was, who <laughs> Iron Man was. And then, you know, a year, and when shit started to get real, he's like, okay, and brought them all back. <laughs> a 12-year-old kid. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So, poor Wanda will have to eventually deal with the most powerful powerful Marvel character probably around in existence. Yeah. So, I mean, look, that really gave me hope for X-Men, for other, like, finally a good Fantastic Four. Um, you know, like, if, they, if they're testing, I think they're testing the waters with that. Yeah. And now let's just open the floodgates. Well, because I, I heard a rumour that... um. John Krasinski was going to direct his own Fantastic Four. Don't give me hope, Jamie. Don't, I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to take that line from from Endgame. Don't give me hope. <laughs> and I'm going to take a line from my book. Don't give me an erection, please. <laughs> when have you ever said that? <laughs> but, but Jamie, considering that I had one when he popped up on screen, I don't know. <laughs> No, but when has anyone ever, any man ever said, please don't give me an erection? <laughs> yeah, true. But okay, I, that's going to be that's, a permanent that's, erection. Yeah, that's going to last for years. Uh, so uh, please see your doctor uh, kind of erection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Jamie's an expert on certain pills then, on the sound of things. No, I, I'm an old natural man, mate. All right. Let us let me let's ask. I'm going to give you all both a hypothetical of, of, of powers, and you have to basically okay. pick a oh, power okay. power set because you're going to become an X Men, obviously. Oh, okay. Jamie, you're you have two choices of powers. 
the ability to levitate off the ground just slightly, but the more time you stay off the ground, you'll be able to then shoot an amazing energy beam from your hand that can cut through anything. But when you levitate, you feel vomitly ill, like car sick, and you always want to vomit. Or the ability <laughs> to throw paper really hard. What's the power you pick? Oh, paper, really hard. Because I, I haven't even had people annoyed. I'd just be able to annoy people. Ryan? That'd be fantastic. I'll take, I'll take the levitation. <laughs> Obviously, take the levitation. Oh my god, like throwing paper really hard, Jane. Really? That's the if power I can you just pick? get one really good blast out. I'm pretty sure I could do some damage. But is the blast what makes you vomit? No, it's the levitation makes you vomit. So but I would assume of... with the levitation, you'll start to get used to it eventually. No, no, that's the whole point. You constantly right. sick from the levitation, but that's then right. the longer you hover, the more power you build up to then shoot your, your giant energy beam. I'm used to vomiting now anyway. So oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> wouldn't make much difference to me all right so in a fight between paper airplane man and energy beam man i think i know who's going to win this particular battle i think i, I do you know oh no jamie would jamie would throw paper and cause a minor inconvenience, <laughs> minor then, inconvenience. i would vomit and then shoot his head off with a laser beam exactly all right now serious question jamie if you could have any x-men's ability which, what are you picking oh well uh, am I going to be just a regular person and I get the ability and I can do what I want? Yes, obviously. Yeah. Well, so I think conveniently I'd be like, you know, Wolverine's healing kind of could come in handy, but I, I think, I think it's got to come down to teleportation. Always does. Doesn't it? Just it, it, the amount, like how good it would be, how easier life would be in general. To teleport. Yeah. Yep. Teleport, you know. Ryan, I'm gonna be the kid that goes, "Fuck it, I'm going all in. I'll take Magneto's powers." Thank you very much. I Perfect. Mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be that guy. But if I have the ability to reverse the Earth's axis <laughs> with a little bit of help, I'm gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, uh, I think that's a, I think that's, that is a great call. That's like, <laughs> that's like being offered a genie comes to you and go, "Hey, you can have like." Three hundred thousand dollars, or you can have two million dollars. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. yeah Jamie chose a sensible power, which is insane. Yeah, well, because I'm thinking like, if this is if this isn't our world, yeah, it's like I don't know. Like, sure, I'd, I'd have fun being Magneto for a day. I'd, I'd get bored of it. What you be? I would get bored eventually. How would you get bored of it? I would get bored of it. Just I don't understand. So. <laughs> Having the ability for magnetism to basically say, I don't know, let's say you want to go join the army and then basically become like win every single medal in the known universe. Let's yep. say you want to, let's say you want to then, I don't know, rob a bank and just lift the vault out and steal yep, all the money. None, none of that appeals to me. Or you don't have to go that big. You go to the bank just on a normal day. Yeah. Mag what what erases hard drives and records? <laughs> it just erased everyone's debt. I, I I didn't say I wouldn't have fun. <laughs> I just think I'd get bored of it eventually. I I would look. I would do. I would spend at least ten to fifteen years just sitting in movie theaters, like with a bag of nails and just or screws or something, and just when the movie's out, just floating them and hitting people in the back of the heads, just like that. No, I, I don't oh, do I don't undo the screws on their chairs and then you go. <laughs> oh yes, I like that. 
But also you have the power. I could make the best TV in the world. You could. I could invent technology. But can you? Like, you'd have to study it and understand it first, wouldn't you? Yeah, so it's Magneto. I'll just use my magnetic ability to read a book really fast. <laughs> I'm sure I could pay people to do it. I'll rob a bank or two. Exactly. Still, you, have, I, you have all the kind of money in the world. What are you talking about? I could still I'll rob Tony banks. Stark on. Oh, well, not Tony Stark because he's no longer with us. But I'd have someone like that on speed dial, and say, "Hey, he, this is my. You tell me. You draw up the plan. I'll make it happen." But this is this is this is real world. So you'd have to have a meeting. You'd have to convince them to join you. You'd have to convince yeah, Elon uh, Musk to join you. Con convincing people when I have literally have the ability to reverse the Earth's axis. I no, think well, it's no, a, you, 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 convincing. You could, you could just go hang out with Elon Musk and go, I can cut your fuel costs just by go who? I'll be like, hey, dude, you, you know how your dad made all that money in the, in, the, in the mines? How would you like me to just bring it all up? <laughs> Save you, I'll save you 10 years of excavation. Imagine that. Just going to basically learning about how to like go into a gold mine, for example, and just basically going, right, I want it all. And then just, again, and Jamie goes, how boring and how lame. Oh my God. No, look, I'm want... getting more convinced the more we talk about it. <laughs> I mean... but, uh... Jamie, Jamie, let me put it this way. A woman's bra is made out of the brass straps inside of it is made and the wiring is made out of metal. Yeah, I can see. You I can, can see brass of, pop off like that. I can see a whole lot of um hashtag me too kind of. Uh... They're not going to know it's you, man. You just you don't well, even need to use if your. If they hand. listen to this podcast, they are. Uh... <laughs> and besides, if you had Magneto's power, very soon you'll be called. You'll be called. You'll be named Emperor of Earth. So it's not like it's, like, it's not like it's not yeah, a good problem. See, uh... it, it, this is one of those. Yeah, the, I just I just have as much fun teleporting. Or to be honest. But yeah, I suppose. That's a very because then then if something happens a bit too me too to you, you can just teleport out of jail. But 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 now well there wouldn't be. But now 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 that you're you know you've you've done berating my answer, Chris, what 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 power would you have? Well that is a very good one. Obviously I would be apocalypse. I think I'd just go for it and you know, I think I would just basically <laughs> like what Ryan went there. I'm gonna go one step further and make my own horseman of the apocalypse. All and right, then, fine. Yes, I, I'll, I'll just be the Earth. phoenix then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, who wouldn't want to conquer Earth? Wouldn't you? Not really. Yeah. Just, really? I'm, I'm more of a give me an island and I just no, leave me alone. Look, look there's a, I know you haven't watched season three of, of The Boys yet, but the Homelander has a very, 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 very good, good quote. And he's like, I'd much rather them, I'd much rather they love me. But if I have to rule with, but if they fear me, that's not so bad. Yeah, that's a great yeah, line. I'll let you guys take over the world and I'll just be like, can I have an island? Yeah, we'll give you an island. Yeah. That's all I need. Oh, look, I'd happily be a horseman of apocalypse as Magneto. I mean, that, I'm a guy to keep on board. Exactly. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I would just, I'll just, now that all the mutants have left that secret island, I'll just be the care, caretaker of it. Look after the secret I'll, island. We'll give I'll, you I'll the be, savage land. We'll give you I'll, the savage land. I'll be the Alfred of the... Uh... <laughs> no, you'll be fine because it's like Jurassic Park on the savage land. So you can, yeah. have, you can have the savage land and play with the dinosaurs and clean up all the dinosaur poo. And I will a create... Dinosaur. I will create Dino Riders. And then I will come 
and break all the metal in your dino riders. No, but, no, but, okay, then don't use my army. Fine. I'm Magneto, dude. I don't need my Yeah, but I think we understand all, all good villains like theatrics. I'm not one to known to be dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't want a dinosaur army? Look, to be honest with you, that's 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 Ryan Magneto year twenty. Yeah. I just want to build up my my wealth and fortune first for the first say ten years. Oh, okay, apocalypse powers. Would you like a dinosaur army? No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna merge you into a T Rex, <laughs> and then I'm gonna ride you because it's gonna be hilarious. Like, no, I, no, I I do that. I'm down then, for that. Then you'll be a T Rex, but but you're. Not- You'll still be able to talk like you are now. But you'll never be able to masturbate properly in your because of your little tiny hands. Well, I'll be I'll be a charming T Rex, and I won't have to. And you'll have someone to masturbate you for. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I'll turn Jamie into a T Rex. Actually, no, even better. (laughs) I'll I'll edit his mutant power so he turns into a T Rex when he gets aroused. I hate you. <laughs> only you when it's inconvenient that would be. <laughs> you're, not, you're sitting. You're sitting in Bondi at the beach on, in a seafood restaurant with a beautiful girl. Things are going well. <laughs> going even so good that Jamie might. She, she's like, "Why don't you take me back to your place?" And then Jamie goes into the toilet. <laughs> Boom! T Rex. T sitting. I'd be sitting at the table. Back to my house, and she's like, I'd, "Ah, T Rex." I'd be sitting at the table. And my, my leg would start twitching, and then it would start you know, thumping, and then and then all the all the <laughs> cups of water would would have the ring. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice! And then you know it'd shake, and I'd be like, no, no, no. It'd be like that scene in Nutty Professor where he's starting to turn back into Professor Clark, <laughs> he's trying to push it back in. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. If I, that's the, that is your power now, and we're gonna call you T Rexman. You know what? I'd donate my services to you for a hundred years just to see that. I know, it would be amazing. <laughs> and you know what? We'd be that cruel we're like ultimate supervillains, but we'd set him up on dates. On I know. Just to see it happen. With Victoria's Secret models, like, just to see I'm, what happens. I've been going on plenty of dates, and now I'm going to cancel them all just because I'm afraid that Chris I might will, turn me I into will, a I will, I will use my first 10 years to amass millions. I will buy Tinder. <laughs> you don't use tinder geez i will i will buy all the dating apps so i control them all oh t-rex all right jamie here's the thing i'm gonna give you an out <laughs> t-rex whilst being erection style t-rex <laughs> or every single person you meet you immediately learn how they die and you can't then if you Ooh, tell can them I have that you one? can't prevent them you can't prevent it one. okay do i know how they die but do, it, is there a time frame or i just know how they're gonna die no no you get absolute vivid details of so how they when. die when where when. the scenario no you, i'll take you, t-rex from the dating perspective you could go out and meet a chick and you're like she's gonna she's gonna live till she's 90 perfect good genetics in. You could go on a date and the girl might die tomorrow. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to like pretend I've got millions of dollars, banger, and then she's going to die tomorrow anyway. That, that's, that's not how I play, but I like he, your thinking with the, with the, I don't know. It's too much information for Jamie. He wants he wants the T-Rex erection. That's fine. But again, that, that, that's I'm a lot of information to carry I would out. like that because imagine what you could do. 
with that kind of power it's too much power maybe i don't know well look what did i say absolute power corrupts absolutely just just for just for the entertainment of everyone i'd say t-rex yes t-rex erection yeah what would you excuse me excuse me t-rection t-rection oh (laughs) but even better the worst thing about that power sorry i'm intrigued yep the worst thing about that power is you would know when your family your friends yep it would be the worst power in the universe because you would. This is why that. I said T Rection, so I can move this conversation along faster. But obviously, no, I'm intrigued. Like I, I, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, wow. Because then I was thinking, yeah, that'd be perfect. But then everyone that you love and that you care about, you know, when they're going to die. Would that make it easier? Do you think? No. No, it'd drive you insane. It'd drive you insane. You like Jamie would, would literally live on a mountain with a, like away from people, and then, then essentially this squirrel would come up to me and go, "I know how you die, squirrel." <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, sorry to expand on that conversation, but that I just it just the negative of it just hit me, and I'm like, "Wow, that would be a curse. That would be a curse." Yes, it would Any be, other... but it'd also be hilarious. Question. Incest. <laughs> Mainstream. Sorry to bring it back. <laughs> let's 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 end this conversation on on, on final thoughts on on X Men. Jamie, yes. Let us ask you a simple question about X Men. Who would win in a fight between, let's say, Wolverine and Spider Man? Wolverine. Why? Because he can't die. <laughs> See, I would say Spider-Man because he never gives up. Mm. Yeah, but he would Wolverine... find a way. He would find a way. Oh, is this a fight to the death or is this just a general? Let's say to the death. So he would find a way. Because Wolverine can be killed. He can he's be killed. He's not unkillable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's not no, he's yeah, but that's the thing. Like if he was if Wolverine was one hundred percent unkillable, different story but i i here's here's the one about me i'm the one answering the question but you know um you got experience as well you've got wolverine's been alive how long sure 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 but let's let's say this is you know peter parker at his prime after being spider-man for say 10 15 years prime parker (sighs) it's tough it's tough but um spider-man's not an x-men is he um, no, he was technically for a little while the same. Hmm. Okay, then I'll let Ryan answer the question because clearly I, I can't answer anything. No, right, right. David, <laughs> give us your answer. Give us your honest answer. I uh, look, it's it's tough, but I th- I honestly think Wolverine. Okay, I uh, it's yeah. It look, I think it'd be a tough fight, but it might end up that way. And Ryan, for your final question, who would win the fight between Colossus and Batman? Now, Batman. Mm-hmm. How much prep does time does not Batman have? No have prep time. No prep time. No prep time. He's he's so out on the streets. Just appears. He appears, and they get it on battle style. Um, now, this is not Juggernaut Colossus. I won't. I'll give him that. Like all Phoenix Colossus. I'll, 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 like, but it's but it's in his prime. It's prime Colossus where he's you know just he's not just steel anymore. He's a different kind of metal. That's he's he's got the ultimate form of himself. Versus Batman, let's say Batman in his prime as well. Any of the Batmans you think is like a good bat, a good Batman? Look, I'm I, as much as I think 
I, I'm going to have to say Batman because he's face tough. He's he, in his prime. <laughs> in his prime, he's taken down Darkseid, which is DC's equivalent of Thanos. True, true, true. I think his experience, I think his ability to think very, very quickly on his feet, while as Cyclops, uh, sorry, you said Colossus, right? Yeah, Colossus. Yeah, Colossus. While Colossus is impeccably strong, he never was one of the brightest. So, <laughs> well, I'm just being honest. Like he, he used to be in his in his early days, he was a he was a hench person for the for the for the rush mob. Okay, he basically did what he's told. And in the X-Men, while he's expanded on that, he essentially does what he's told. Correct. So I good. obviously I think Batman would have the edge over him because Batman would think on the fly. He has the ability to go, okay, this is a foe I've never fought before. What do I need to do? And he Batman also knows how to make an escape when he knows that he's overpowered and needs a little bit more time so i'm gonna say batman that's a tough one and but i I think i think you're i think i I think i agree with you on on that one and i think that that's a a fair call either way though i still think x-men would destroy most of the uh heroes in dc but all but obviously all but superman as a team definitely yeah all right gentlemen it has been excellent talking to you Mm -hmm. jamie do you have anything you want to say about to your loyal fans out there? Loyal fans. Um, okay. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Get us out there. If you have any stories, we're happy to read them out. Um, maybe some X-Men related stories or whatever you feel like. Send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. If you're an author or a filmmaker or a comic book artist or someone creative, if you want to come on the show, me and Ryan still do our interviews. They're going very well. Um, we've been doing a lot of horror interviews. And Ryan, I think Ryan wants to do a, um, a little horror panel sometime. So oh, yeah. And don't forget, we're going to be making an appearance on um, that podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Um, burn After Pitching. We just got a uh, notification from Michael Tanner, um, a very funny guy. Um, it's basically been delayed. So it'll be out next week, probably. Um, a lot of editing to do that because of my crappy internet connection. But um, <laughs> it's a great that podcast. Was, Check it out. Lot of fun. That was a lot of fun coming up with a, a movie pitch idea and yeah, so it's basically, it's basically a, a podcast where they get a whole lot of guests to come on and pitch crazy ideas, like from ice cream flavors to movies and crossovers. They, they did a really good episode on, on um, doing, if you could have two characters meet in any universe ever. And um, they had a very, very creative and funny ideas um, for that. But we're doing one on, on Australia. We pitch, we pitch American films and they, they pitch an Australian film. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, burn up to pitching. Check it out. Cool. Anyway, fellas, until next until time. Until next time, remember, make sure you follow Jamie and Ryan on their OnlyFans. Thank you for listening. Thank you.